0: Welcome back to the HD CEO Psyche Podcast, my friends. I am so excited to be here with you for what I believe is a very special episode. I think they all are. I really put a lot of thought to ensure that each episode is essentially a training in and of itself. So please do share this episode if it resonates. Please do share the podcast if it resonates. I really feel that's the energetic exchange, the energetic agreement. Between you and I being here, listener and transmitter, is that agreement to share, spread the word, and bring this information to someone else that you know could use it. And while I think every episode is very special in its own right, this one is going to be addressing something that is a very pervasive rumor in the online space. And you may have heard of it before. (laughs) You likely have heard of it before. And it's the rumor around do what lights you up, generators. And with that, of course, if you're a friend of the podcast, you know generators includes manifesting generators. MGs are not their own type. They are not hybrids. They are generators. This notion of do what lights you up, this notion of if something is correct, it's going to be a full body. Hell yes. The sexy, sensual hell yes that comes from the depths of your soul in every cell, every body. Of your entire being is all in. This idea of all in, it's especially prevalent in the spiritual space. Either you're all in or you're all out. And while I do believe in an enlightened state, in a state where we are so surrendered, absent of the not self, absent of the conditioning, which is completely irrational and not even the point of the human experience. And you're always in the conditioning anyway, so I don't know how you would really get to that place because even someone like Buddha, even the enlightened ones that we look up to, are still in the conditioning to some extent, still deal with the mind to some extent, still deal with the not self to some extent, because that is the human experience. But outside of that state of pure, true, transcendent enlightenment, I hate to tell you, but the mind is going to fight your surrender. The mind is going to fight what the sacral is likely telling you to do and in fact i'm more concerned if it's a full body hell yes (laughs) than if i'm fearful in a decision because if it is a full body hell yes i can all but guarantee it is actually my mind that is making the decision for me it's actually my not self of the open solar plexus making the decision for me an emotional decision that feels as though it's a full body hell yes But it's not actually the sacral. Now, I want to start, well, I've already been rambling a bit, but I'd like to start this with saying something that if you're in my world, you know, I've quoted this from Ra Ruhu so many times. And I think it really illuminates how difficult, it's easy and yet difficult, the (laughs) the paradox of it all, to surrender as any being especially as a generator or a manifesting generator and this is what raw said in regards to this it's driven me crazy over the years i live in a generator generator dominated world i live in this incredible world of generator frustration and my frustration and my amplified frustration with generators most of the time i want to say hey why don't you get it it's so simple when I first started, one of the main motivations I had outside of what was practical was that I saw things about myself that I didn't think were possible. The only thing that really brought me out into the world was that I could wake up generators in a couple years and quit. Really I thought, okay, I'll do this for a couple years. It's so easy for them. I'll just wake up these generators and then I'll go back and sit on the hills for a while. I have generators that have been in my life For the whole 16 years of this process and they're still living their not self i have generator students who have been with me for up to 10 years who are still not living out their identity the not self mind is incredible the mind will fight your surrender And I always say that quote because I think it really summarizes not just really the experience of the generator and MG, but the experience of everyone, to be quite honest. The mind is going to fight your surrender. The mind is going to fight your strategy and authority, which I could end on the podcast there because if we really think about it, if the mind is fighting your surrender, if we're so used to operating through the conditioning of what we think we should have, what we think things should look like, what we want from that not self-conditioned state of homogenized success or pillars of what it's supposed to look like, needs to look like, has to look like, well, wouldn't the full body hell yes actually be the mind because the mind thinks it's getting what it wants because the mind thinks that it's finally going to have what it believes to be true because the mind thinks that if it makes a certain decision, it's going to get something out of it. And that's not actually you. That's not your identity. That's not your truth. That's not correct mechanics based on your design. And I'll never forget an audio I had heard, an audio training of one of the professional level classes that Ra had done when he was alive. And he said, you know, I don't even want to be here. I hate talking about people's problems. I hate talking about people with their problems. And he didn't really want to do any of this. He wanted to impact people with the transmission. And yet, as you heard from that quote, generators were the ones supposed to be waking up the world and they just would not surrender. So I think the important thing to understand first and foremost as a generator is your mind must be your ally. Thinking is not bad. And we get into this, this and that state of, okay, well then if what I think about Doesn't matter, then thinking is bad, so I shouldn't think. And that's not true either. The wisdom of your true self, the wisdom of surrendering to your design is knowing, especially if you have an undefined or open head center, knowing what is worthy of thinking about. And often we get lost in all these ideas of what we think is worthy based on the conditioning. So with generators, we were given this gift of surrendering. And surrendering, I think we have to back up a bit and explain based on the science of differentiation, based on raw or who's transmission, what surrender means for a generator. So a generator comes to human design and they're told that they make decisions in response. Essentially, is that that's what we're saying. That's the basis, the foundation of being a generator. So we begin this process of making decisions in response. And through that, we begin this process of doing the mental work first. It has to come first. For the generators and the manifesting generators if you do not seduce your mind as a generator you'll never have a real opportunity to be yourself the mind has to be your ally otherwise the mind's fighting you every step of the way your mind must become your ally that full body hell yes is not your mind as the ally that full body hell yes especially if you're under seven years into your experiment. I don't care how spiritual you are. I don't care how enlightened you believe yourself to be. I'll never forget the first time I taught Gene Keys. I was horrified. Brought Gene Keys forward and everyone read through their, say, life's work. Oh, yep. Done. I'm at the city. Next. and like, oh, holy crap. We are missing the point, my friends. So if you are especially under the seven years of your experiment with human design, I can nearly guarantee with 99.99999% certainty that if you're having a hell yes, full body, hell yes, excitement, passion from your sacral, it's coming from the not self. It's coming from the mind. It's coming from the conditioning, especially if you have an open or undefined solar plexus and it's that emotional hell yes, it's the conditioning of the solar plexus. So we have to seduce the mind and make it an ally. And there's no timeline on this. I have clients that have been working with me for a year, a year and a half, two years that we've been working on this process. And the spiritual space in particular gives this horrific illusion that, well, you just do the work once and then it's done, or you just learn your strategy and authority, it's done, or you just say the affirmations and it's done, or you fix this limiting belief once and it's done. And and it's not true. So it's not this quick fix if you want to actually embody your design, if you desire to surrender, if you desire to live your design. It's not necessarily going to be a quick fix. In fact, Raru who said only 4% of people actually awaken when they learn their human design. 4% of people. And that is the benefit of the BG5 system, Base Group 5, which I is an official school. It's part of the Jovian Archive. I'm a certified consultant with NBG5. So I am certified by the official schools and I am a student at the International Human Design School professional level studies. So everything you receive from me is the actual transmission, the actual signs of differentiation. That's why what I say hits differently. But when we're looking at the spiritual awakening of human design, true surrender, 4% of people wake up. 4% of people spiritually awaken. And it's this is why. The mind is not becoming their ally. The mind is deeply resistant to the generator waking up. Deeply resistant. Remember that the mind holds on to the not self strategies as its way of maintaining authority over you. So when you get into this experiment, you're like, oh, okay, well, I got a yes. It's a full body hell yes. I'm super excited. I mean, keep in mind, the sacral is not an emotional decision, right? I'm super excited. But this is the not-self strategies maintaining authority over you, keeping you in the illusion, keeping you trapped. So the first thing you have to do is you've got to essentially fool your mind, if you will. And Ross said the way to fool your mind is you get your mind to do what it loves to do best. And that's research. And this is one of the pieces that I help my clients with, especially if they have an unfine or open head center, is knowing what research is correct for them, knowing what knowledge is correct for them, knowing essentially what conditioning is correct for them. But allow the mind to do its thing, allow the mind to research. And the first time you start this experiment truly through surrender and truly this discernment of the mind, the conditioning versus your inner authority, your sacral is going to go, "Uh uh-uh. I don't have the energy for that, which is literally all the sacral is it's a motor it's yes I have the energy available for this or no I don't have the energy available for this and each chart is going to be very nuanced this is a, a brush stroke that is how the sacral works yet each sacral is going to have something very specific that they're saying yes or no to so there are nuances here and we're not getting into the nuances that's what I do with my clients but the first time your sacral goes uh-uh and it, in your mind it's going but but why? I thought this was fine. I thought this would be the right product to sell. I thought this would be the right direction to go. I thought this would be the right thing to say. And it's when you start to notice the difference, when you slow down enough and create the space between particles that you notice this difference, that you begin to go through the process in which your mind is slowly, without knowing, giving up authority to your sacral. But if we have this illusion that, well, it's always a full body hell yes. Either I'm all in or I'm not. Well, what is all in? The sacral doesn't know all in. The sacral, it's a motor. Your car doesn't know all in or out. It just knows I have the energy for this. Essentially, I have the gas to go or I don't. It's simply a motor. There's no emotions. There's no thinking. There's nothing behind it. It's yes or no. So the sacral response is essentially this mechanism of truth for you. Yes, I have the energy available. No, I do not have the energy available. Maybe there's different ways we can look at. Maybe I approach that with my clients based on their unique chart. Essentially, maybe either is not right now or simply ask the question a different way. But again, when we start getting into, well, then just ask the question a different way. Are we catering to the mind? Right, So there's a lot of deconditioning that has to happen so that we can truly surrender deeply in a self-trust of our design and to the fact that the environment will take care of us, prosperity will flow to the level of our higher purpose when we surrender, when we release control. And this is the thread that's pulled through Gene Keys as well. When you surrender, when you release control, the environment will take care of you to the level required for your purpose to be lived out. And I know if you're here, you have a big purpose. You have a big fire in your heart and your belly and your soul. You're here to be of service to humanity. I know for me, I desire to build and create a farmed animal sanctuary to save farmed animals that are being sent to slaughter at a local auction. It's going to be $2 million at least to get the facility I require for that, at least. So to live out my higher purpose, prosperity is required for that. So when I surrender, release control and simply be present to my design, allow my sacral to lead me. Well, from that place, the environment takes care of me, but we try to control based on what the mind decides it should look like. So for example, you put on your vision board, something and, and that we get tunnel vision. That's what it has to look like. And then we get full body. Hell yes. When we think, Something is going to allow us to have that thing, to create that thing, to be that thing. That's not the sacral. Even though I have these visions of what my life is meant to be, I still surrender to what is and the mystery involved in that. Because part of following your design, especially as a sacral authority, is the realization that you never know it's coming. Ever. And that's also why there's so much resistance to it. So the sacral is your source of truth. It's like a motor that's never really been used properly. It's kind of rusty, right? You haven't been maintaining it properly. And the moment you begin to use that motor properly is the moment you begin to literally give up your authority. But again, the nuance here is use it correctly. Raw had said previously that one of the dangers with just going to, and I, agree because I was there. One of the dangers of when you first get some of the information with human design is it actually gives your mind more control over you because you believe you're making correct decisions, but it's actually the mind. And again, this illusion of full body, hell yes, this illusion that if you're doing the right thing for you, if it's a yes, well, it has to be a full body. It has to be all in. And that's not what the sacral is doing, the sacral saying yes or no, I, my energy, my energy is available for this or it's not. If you're a generator and you are operating through your strategy, that is you're only making decisions in response. That means things have to come to you first and it's yes or no. And you're going to eventually sooner or later come up to a wall of fear. You will come up to a wall of fear if you are following your strategy and authority. It does not mean that the decision that was a yes, sacral yes, is incorrect or wrong or of the not self mind or whatever the case may be. You're going to come up to a wall of fear. And that wall of fear that you meet is the fear that arises in the recognition that you have no idea what's going to happen to you. You have no idea. I would have never guessed I'd have four horses right now. It was not in the cards. It was not in the plan, but it was a yes. And even though I hold that vision of the farm animal sanctuary in my heart, in my mind, in my belly, in my soul, I also trust that I have no idea what my golden path is. I have no idea what my higher purpose is. I have no idea what is in store for me or what is going to happen to me. And so while I hold that vision and I work towards that vision, I also surrender to the moment and I do not make decisions based on that vision that my mind has held. I allow myself to surrender in the moment and know and trust in my inner authority, know and trust that I don't know what's going to happen to me, that the mind could never fully comprehend what's going to happen to me, that the mind could never fully comprehend the next step on my journey. And as soon as I think it can, I'm no longer actually making decisions from the inner authority. I'm telling you guys, when I am certain about a decision, when I have a full body hell yes and I'm all in, that's how I know, typically, that it was not correct for me, that it was the mind trying to control or predict or make a decision based on what it thinks it needs, wants, or should do. Rauru, who said... The moment that you're honoring your sacral, you get to the point where you realize that you cannot dream anymore. You do anyway, but you cannot live them out the same way because you no longer can have that dream as something that is a mental authority track to get to it. You have no idea what you'll get. You have no idea if that's even your dream. So you get to a point in which there is this tremendous fear because you suddenly realize you do not know what's going to happen to you. Now, in that moment, the not self mind jumps in and it says to you, you see all of this idiocy, some weirdo is going to come up and tell you and ask you to go live on a farm in the middle of Siberia. And you're going to go, 'Uh uh-huh. And then you're fucked. (laughs) And what he meant by that was, you know, we get into all these stories of what it's meant to look like, what it should look like. The not self-mind is going to say, well, it's all bullshit. Maybe you're thinking that right now. You're like, actually, this is all bullshit. Ashley's bullshit. Human design is bullshit. This podcast is bullshit. She doesn't know what she's talking about. That's all the not self-mind. And you can decide that human design isn't correct for you. And based on your inner authority, I'll never forget when I first met Jinkies. My sacral was like, yes, this is the direction for us. That's how my sacral is available for energy or not, based on my identity. Yes, this is a correct decision based on our direction, based on your identity. And my mind was like, this is bullshit. No, we don't agree with anything this guy says. (laughs) But it was a sacral yes. So I kept going and I kept going. And it was such a profound transformation for me. And that's why I weave the two with my clients as well. I'm a certified guide through the official schools with Richard Rudd and Gene Keys as well. And that's why I weave them. They work so beautifully together. But it wasn't a full body hell, yes. In fact, it was a full body hell, no. My sacral was the only thing saying yes. So the not self mind is going to say, see, this is all bullshit. The system's going to kill you. You're going to go broke because of it. You don't know what's going to happen, what happens when you let release control. You're going to get this aha uh-huh, to the worst thing possible that you can imagine, and it's not going to serve you. That's all the not-self mind. Even this fake specific versus non-specific manifestation that came up, which is not of human design, is of the not-self. It's this idea that you can control the outcome when you can't. It's ludicrous. That variable part of the primary health system it has nothing to do with manifestation. But again, it's the not self mind. And why does it go viral? Well, it feeds into your not self mind that you can control, you can figure it out, you can get what your mind wants. And sure, I don't think everyone's meant to lead the mystic path or the mystical path or follow their sole purpose. You can certainly work against your nature. A lot of people do. But I feel like if you're here, that's not what you're here for. But when you live out what is correct for you it's going to be a hell of a lot different than what it is now you're not the same person as you go through this experiment what lights you up is usually the mind being lit up it's such an illusion it's this web of illusions web of lies (laughs) but you're not the same person after the fact. And I don't even want to say after the facts, it's a lifelong deconditioning process. And I hear a lot of people changing human design to fit the needs of the not self or saying, you know, I adjusted this or I adjusted that because it wasn't going how basically (laughs) someone thought it should. Again, the not self mind, it's not happening fast enough. So this shouldn't be for me. Uh, It's making me uncomfortable. Therefore, it's wrong shit went wrong. So therefore it's wrong. And now because I'm a manifesting generator, I should really be a hybrid and and do all these extra steps. Because when I was just being a generator, just a generator, shit was going wrong. Well, none of this is bypassing. None of this means that you get a perfect life. It means you get your life back. It means you get your life back. You're still going to hit limitation. You're still going to hit obstacles. That's a part of the human experience pain is a part of the human experience suffering is optional and suffering comes from resisting our inner authority so you'll get to this point in which you do not know what's going to happen and that's okay you have a lot that you can see you have a lot that is waiting for you to experience when you finally surrender more than you were ever able to see from the mind more than you could ever dream of from the mind because the mind is only based on what it knows to be true the mind is the spokesperson for your not self so you actually get your life back you get to see all the things that are actually possible for you the prosperity that is possible for you and you get that also because you're not distracted by the not self you're not living out through the not self you're not wasting all your energy through the not self You're not focused on trying to compensate for your not-self. You're not dealing with the mind that's driving you absolutely fucking crazy 24-7, even in your sleep. So Raru, who said the generator minds are actually the toughest minds to break, and typically those that, and I don't mean for this to sound rude or anything, those that are more highly educated, those that are a lot more logical, those that maybe have a higher IQ, Raw had said even have a harder time actually surrendering. So the mind has such a grip. So it's not even about, well, I'm the smartest or, you know, I have the highest education. Doesn't mean you're going to live out your design. But he said there's nothing tougher to break than the mind of the generator. They hold on to it for dear life because it's the generator mind that has the most authority over any type. That's what Ross said. And even deeper than that, the manifesting generator subtype is even more entrenched than the pure generator. Why? Because the manifesting generator has that manifesting capacity, does not mean you're a hybrid, does not mean you're a manifester. So what ends up happening is they get even more entrenched in this trying to manifest world. So what we have to understand, so I am a pure generator, sacral authority, what we have to understand is that generators generate the pattern of life itself. The world we live in and our basic complaints about the nature of this world, I mean the frustration frequency of the world is being held together by 70% of the population, generators and manifesting generators, being frustrated. There's over, raw estimated, 4 billion generators. And he said, if you wake up a generator, then you're really doing something. And all generators are designed to wake up and they're designed to wake up to themselves. And it really is that simple and yet that difficult because the mind is going to fight your surrender. The mind is going to make you think that you're following your strategy and authority and it's just creating more propaganda for you. It's just creating more bullshit for you and more lies. We're here to know ourselves. We are here to know ourself. You are here to know yourself. So you above everybody else is here to know the power of your not self because it's your greatest enemy. And in recognizing the power of that not self, you cannot expect your mind who does not work for you to work for you. It's ludicrous. I'm going to say that again because I want you to really bring this, like anchor it, like an anchor being sunk into the depths of the ocean. I want you to anchor this into the depths of your cell and recognizing the power of the not self. You cannot expect your mind who does not work for you to work for you. It's ludicrous. It cannot. It will not. It is the outer authority for other people. It is not your authority. You cannot expect that you're going to be able to teach your mind to be able to compensate for your not self. It does not work like that. You know, for example, if you have an open spleen, from the moment that you came into this world, you've been holding on to things that are not good for you. You came into this world with an open spleen and you're deeply insecure. This is your immune system. It's the primary defense system in life. It's the one thing that will keep you alive. It will keep you alive on the inside and it will keep you alive on the outside. So what do you think it's like to have one? To have an undefined or open spleen. You're afraid for survival. And the fear of survival is legitimate. You've got this undefined spleen. So you hold on to things that are not good for you. And then what ends up happening is that full body hell yes can be filtered through the not self of that undefined splenic center through the illusion of, well, I'll be protected. I'll be embraced if I make this decision, but it doesn't mean it's right for you, right? That's the illusions of the not self the not-self-mind is going to express a whole bunch of propaganda for you. It's going to express a whole bunch of propaganda for you. And what I encourage you on this journey is to use discernment on where you even take in your human design information. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm the only person in the online space that is trained in human design and transmitting the science of differentiation, the true science of differentiation, because that's not true but there's a whole lot more bullshit and there's a whole lot more illusions and it's my belief you're gonna burn me at the stake for saying it but it's my belief that it's getting changed so that's fancier so it's more marketable right it's marketable to say you can be a specific manifester and get what you want you can be a non-specific manifester and still kind of get what you want if you do this, you inevitably get this result. That's not surrender, but it's actually more marketable to not sell surrender to be quite honest, because people don't want to surrender. People don't want to take their time releasing the not self. The majority of people, my one-on-one clients and mastermind clients certainly do. They're here for that. That's why they hire me. But the majority of people don't want to. They want a quick fix. They want the easy button. They want the band-aid. They want to cover the gaping wound with gross Bandages that are just going to fester an infection, (laughs) instead of actually properly healing the wounds, properly healing the not self, getting to know self because that takes time. It takes derubbling. And here's the thing: the sacral center is not intelligent. (laughs) It's not intelligent. It doesn't have a. That's what I'm trying to tell you and transmit is it's not necessarily going to be a full body hell yes because it's not intelligent. It's not about intelligence. This is not the mind and it's not emotional. It's not about emotions. It isn't making decisions based on concepts. It isn't making decisions based on should, need, have to. It isn't making decisions based on emotions. It isn't, as you'll see through your experience and experiment, because it's simply a motor. It's simply designed to respond to certain things and only certain things or not based on your unique mechanics and based on if it speaks to you, based on if you're available to it or not. It tells you exactly how to use your power. And it has to be used correctly. And you're always only going to be using it correctly when you surrender. So I'm going to wrap this episode up here we might get a little bit deeper into it at another time I was actually tossing around the idea of a generator manifesting generator only mastermind so if this is something that you would like to see probably starting July I have a lot of one-on-one clients that are starting with me in June so this would probably be July let me know shoot me a DM over on Instagram and I am at I am Ashley Brianna Eve Let me know if that's something that would be of interest. Now, one caveat that I need to add here is I use a grand synthesis in my mentoring and coaching. It's not teaching you human design because teaching you human design doesn't do you a whole hell of a lot, right? That's what we just spoke about in this episode. Just because you know doesn't mean that you're actually living it. So this would be a really uh, powerful mastermind to help you surrender Give you the information that will help you surrender but also support your deconditioning process and your spiritual awakening journey so if this sounds something that like something you might be interested in please shoot me a dm let me know like i said we would probably start in july and i think it'd be a lot of fun to go on this journey with you just uh, a group of badass (laughs) generators in one container all right my friends i hope this helps i hope it brings you some peace i hope it brings you some satisfaction I hope you can go to sleep at night and lay your head on your pillow a little bit more satisfied because you realize this was all a bunch of bullshit and you're not necessarily going to have that full body. Hell yes, but it does not mean that it was not correct for you. It does not mean that you're making not self decisions. In fact, if you're not a little bit nervous, it probably is the not self making the decision for you. All right, my friends, I will see you in the next episode. I will see you over on Instagram. Love yourself.